Welcome to the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session where we talk about all things guitar related. My name is Dr. T and I am not a licensed therapist, but I play one on a podcast. Today on the Tweed Couch we are counseling on cigars and guitars. There are many things in life that bring us enjoyment. Good food, a loving family, a new piece of gear, a podcast, and there are parallels to why we enjoy each of these things equally, but different. Well, today, Lloyd has a list, and he would like to discuss and convince me of the parallels that he has found between cigars and guitars. But how do you compare two completely different objects? Is it okay to enjoy both? Do I have to like cigars to like this episode? What correlation can be made between the player and their cigar preference? And they make modeling guitar gear. Do they make a modeling cigar? Well, we will discuss this and more on this group therapy session with Lloyd on the Tweed Couch. Well, Lloyd, thank you so much for being here on the couch. And I notice that you happen to have a cigar and a lighter. Are you planning on smoking that on my couch? I am planning to smoke this in your room. I see that sign over your head. It says this is a work-free smoke place. It's No, you're dyslexic. It's smoke-free workplace. Smoke-free. You know what? It's fine. What? It's oh, fine. Uh, Light the thing up. It's fine. Well, turn the sign over. <laughs> we'll make an exception. You know what? It is. This is your therapy. This is my therapy. We will work through this together. And actually, this was your idea. You wanted to do this therapy. So what are we doing? What do you want to do with well, this? Well, I'm going to switch this up on you a little bit. And I'm going to throw some things at you. We had a conversation a while back about this very thing about uh, the similarities between guitars and cigars. And so I started jotting a few things down, and I would love to just throw some of these at you and see what you think. We'll go from there. Just kind of have a little conversation? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to warn you. I know a little bit about cigars. I don't know a ton about it. I know quite a bit about guitars, but I have no idea what parallels we're going to make happen. I don't either. If you want to, let's do this. This is our therapy today. And maybe we'll make it interesting and fun. Yeah, maybe. Stick with us, everybody. This might be something. I think that we need to define first what makes the cigar different. Because, you know, to be honest, I have had cigars. I've enjoyed cigars. I don't really own cigars, though. You know, it's one of those that, like, somebody all of a sudden goes, hey, let's have a cigar. And I go, okay, I better go pick one up. You know, because for the most part, I just don't have them laying around. I find that myself, if I haven't had a cigar in a long time, I like a light colored wrapper, like a Connecticut. Mm -hmm. But when I'm around people smoking, I really enjoy the dark colored wrapper. Mm -hmm. What about you? What are you usually into? Well, I'm a dark colored wrapper, a Maduro now. But like you said, when I say cigar novice, I definitely went with the lighter cigar, the not quite so big body. Yeah. And as I've gone on, because of the flavor, I've, I've gone, but it, it, too much is still too much for me. So I'm not quite grown up yet. It's like people starting out with coffee with a lot of cream and sugar in it. And then as they go on, oh, sure. maybe, you know, by the time they're in their late 80s, they're drinking it black. Right. 
Yeah, because they lose all their sense of taste. Could be. <laughs> Haven't put a lot of thought into why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I wrote down kind of all my thoughts after that, that day we were talking about, about this. Okay. And, and I still have that sheet of paper in front of me. And I've got quite a bit. Really? Yeah, I do. Okay, then why don't you start things off a little bit and start with something that we can talk about when it comes to cigars and guitars. Well, that's what all these are, because I was thinking about, like, really, there's a lot of similarities. So in the guitar and cigar world, handmade is king. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense, because people love when there's that, like, that specific touch to it. They love that handcrafted, oh, it's a shaped neck. Oh, it's a hand-painted, hand-wound. Yep. Yeah. Hand-rolled in this case. Yeah. So that's, that was my first. Also, where cigars and where guitars are made, we can be a little snobbish about this. Because in, in the guitar okay, world, yeah. American is king in the guitar world. Yeah. And in the cigar world, it's, it's Cuban. Oh, true. If you can get a Cuban cigar, that's the one. You know, we're kind of snobbish about it. It's like, man, if you can get the... It's hard to get the Cuban ones, obviously, because of embargoes. But that's what people want. To kind of talk about that, but talk about it a little bit different, American-made is usually more expensive for guitars. Yes. Are Cuban-made usually more expensive for cigars? Yeah, because they're hard to get. Okay. Yeah. So then I guess that would kind of lead us to back to that guitar versus cigar type thing. And you go, if you were to start off with that Maduro, you know, that Maduro that you really, really love, and then go back to Connecticut, you know, which is that more of that lighter thing. Would that be similar to, if we were to equate this to guitars, would that be similar to someone going out and getting like a private stock PRS or a nags, you know, is like mm-hmm. their, their very first guitar that they wouldn't really appreciate the guitar as well because they didn't go through the correct, I don't know, aging process or the correct uh, connoisseur road path or whatever. Well, because of course we have to quote Kenny. It's a podcast, right? He would say, wherever you get the guitar from, it's a great guitar, but what are you comparing it to? In the cigar sure. world, even the Swisher Sweets, which is what a lot of people started out with, they go, oh, man, when you go for a, yeah. you know, a nice Swisher. But then you, you're perfectly happy with the Swisher Sweets until you find out there's something out there that's better than the Swisher Sweet. Sure, because when you're comparing the two, mm-hmm. when you have a Swisher Sweet and you go, okay, it's sweet on the lips. It it draws in, you make little smoke rings, whatever. All right. Uh-huh. And and you and you enjoy the, the relaxation that could come from it. It's equally functional. Yeah. The same thing would be for that person who goes, Well, I love my squire. I love my epiphone. I love my Ibanez. I love my Kmart special. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they get to try that player series strat. Or that Les Paul Studio, or that SE model to the S2 model PRS, yeah. right? And they go, oh, oh, I get it. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then 
they go to that core model PRS yeah. or they go to that Les Paul standard or they they get that American strat or whatever and they go, ah, I get it. Before you know it, you're buying a reissue R9. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly it. You know, interestingly enough, though, I bought my reissue 72 Telecaster and then I bought my real deal 73 Telecaster and I had to go through the reissue process, feel that reissue, know that reissue before I could really appreciate the actual vintage 73 because they do sound completely different. Mm -hmm. That 73 is bright, really bright. Yeah. And the 72 is not. Yeah. And honestly, had I started with the 73, I think I would have been like, man, this is bright. It's shrill, right? You know, yeah. the terminology we use, yeah. it's shrill, it's ice picky. And now when I play it, I go, oh, well, if you just tweak the amp a little bit, it actually sounds fantastic. Yeah. Exactly or, like or, it should and way knob. more dynamic. Yeah. Or the tone. Hold on. There's tone knobs. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. They're not supposed to just be a 10. Mm -hmm. So, okay. <laughs> Continuing on the list of similarities between guitar and cigar. As I'm throwing okay. these out at you and just seeing how you respond, which is kind of fun. It's like we're, we've reversed how this normally goes. Yeah. I was thinking also about the neck thickness of a guitar. So. Okay. Do people who prefer a thin neck prefer more of a, a smaller ringed, that's what they call it, like a cigar, um, smaller diameter? As opposed to, okay. if you like a thicker neck guitar, do you like a bigger, thicker cigar? Bigger ringed. Oh. But they both come, similarities, well, they both come in smaller sizes or bigger sizes. Well, then there's also length as well, because there's shorter scale, longer scale. Yep, that's on my list. Oh, is it? Okay. Which, which is a wonderful segue. I'll check that one off. Well played. Uh, okay. All right. Well, so is it possible that you could possibly even look at this as somewhat of a cigar's complexity mm -hmm. and a guitar's complexity that there's a similarity there where one person may go, I like a nice complex cigar, mm -hmm. that Maduro wrapper, spiced, yeah, flattened, packed, what do they call it, squared off? What do they call yeah, it? Yeah, it's a box press. Box press, there you Which go. Which is what I'm smoking box right now. Box pressed. And what do you have right now? What is that? This is an A.J. Fernandez New World. Oh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk more about that in a second. Okay, but back to my thought. Sometimes you want a guitar that has the push-pull pots. Sometimes you want it to have a tremolo. Sometimes you want it to have that big, chunky neck. Other times, you're just in the mood to stick it on the neck pickup and enjoy some blues. So is it possible that it's not necessarily that one cigar is all you would ever want to smoke again, just like one guitar is not all you'd ever want to play again? No, absolutely. I'm thinking, you know, just like I love Strats, I love Tellys, I love Les Pauls, and I love different cigars as well, but I do have a favorite of those three. That is like my go-to. And okay. we're talking the uh, thickness of the neck. Is your preference for a thick-necked guitar, do you prefer a bigger, thicker cigar? 
I do kind of like the little bigger ones. Yeah, I would say that I prefer a thicker necked guitar, but I prefer a longer, thinner cigar. Which is interesting because I prefer a thicker neck and a shorter scale. Mm-hmm. So that's the exact opposite. Yes, and and also thinking about like thin neck guitars are also thought of as being faster playability of them. Yeah. Whereas a thinner cigar is a faster smoke. Yeah. I, I know that I really like a Churchill. That's kind of one of my favorite ones as far as the style. So for those that don't know what that is, that's a cigar that is longer named after Winston Churchill. Cause those were the types of cigars that he used to smoke. Mm-hmm. And if I ever didn't have enough time to really enjoy that long of a cigar, I would actually just take my cigar cutter and cut it in half. Just smoke half of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, it the, turned it into a 25 minute cigar. Well, the Churchill is like a, uh, a solo in a Pink Floyd song, you know, that just goes <laughs> and, and you just, and you, you light it, you light it up and you just, and you just let it, you just let it come to you. It's not in a hurry. You know, you just, no? you just uh, take as long as it takes to enjoy the journey. And when you get at the end, you, yep. you go, all right, put it out and light up a new one and start a new song or a new cigar. I, I think that we should refer to them as Gilmore's. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Done. So uh, next on my list, Tonewood. Oh, yeah. Okay. Of course. And how this is similar to a cigar. Is cigars have all sorts of fillers, different type of fillers. So just as like a guitar, we've got guitars made of pine or maple or ash or okay. mahogany and mm-hmm. cigars. The fillers that are in them, where they're usually they're in places like the Dominican Republic or Nicaragua, that kind of thing. But they all have a different mm-hmm. flavor that, you know, that's why we have so many different cigars. And the combination of those, just like you have some guitars that have a combination of a maple top and a mahogany top, cigars will do different types of leaves that are like a, maybe a heavy Nicaraguan with a, a slight Dominican to it. And they okay. affect the flavor, and it also affects the tone. Interesting. So would you say that tone wood? Yeah. Do you think that tone wood is actually something for an electric guitar or not? I, uh, I've seen the videos of people sticking a pickup on a 2x4 and getting really good tone out mm-hmm. of it, which it's still pine. I've also seen uh, yep. guys take a workbench and uh, stretch the strings from one piece of wood to another bench on there. So the benches aren't even connected, <laughs> you know, and still yep, get a good tone. That's Jim Lil. And still get a good tone yep. out of it. And so, however, uh, I play guitars with different woods in it. Well, for instance, my two Les Pauls, you know, one has a maple neck, yeah. one doesn't. And I don't think it makes as big a difference as we like to think it makes, but I do think it still does. Everything affects everything. Will the audience ever know the difference? Probably not. And I think we also have a tendency to EQ everything to make them sound kind of what we're used to here in our heads. So even if maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe if we set everything, if we had a totally controlled environment, we set everything at the exact same and plug different guitars in with different woods, we'd probably notice a little bit of a difference, probably, but it wouldn't be huge. Okay. 
So then we switch that over to acoustic. And would you say that there's tone wood when it comes to acoustic? More so than an electric. And I would agree with that. And I, you know, I can't disagree with anything you've really kind of said in that. So that leads me to cigars then. Would you say that the cigars, the the different flavorings they put on the inside, the wrapper, all of those things, is it more of an acoustic change or electric change? Like, are they small differences based off of the leaf and the tobacco inside, or is it big differences? It's it's a big difference. Okay. So more of an acoustic then. Well, you got me thinking about, uh, you know, something else there, because the, like the Swisher Sweets, they're packed really light and loose, you know? Yeah. Really squishy. There's not a lot in them. They burn fast. They burn hot. And I think that's part of why they, they kind of get bitter early on because of that. Yeah. Where a really nice cigar is packed really tight and firm. And I don't know. Yeah. So in that sense, so is the Swisher more like an acoustic? <laughs> I'm not quite ready. I'm not quite ready to go there. I'm just thinking out loud, but no, I actually, I would say that the acoustic is more like that packed tight one because there are so many things with an acoustic guitar, the body size, you know, with an electric guitar, the body size isn't as much. It's something, but it's not as much as the body size of an acoustic, the thickness of the acoustic versus the thickness of the electric guitar. There's something to it, but there's not nearly as much as what it is with an acoustic. The scale length or the gauge of strings that you put on it or what the frets are made out of, whatever it is, I think that small changes on an acoustic can give you more change of tone than with an electric, unless we're talking about the electronics itself. Yeah, yeah. So to that extent, I would say that your tightly packed Cuban Maduro that is using all these different leafs and all these different things to make whatever it is that it's trying to make, that might be more of what an acoustic does as opposed to something that's being made from somewhere else. And they just kind of go, yep, we're going to toss a little bit of this on it, a little bit of this on it. Eh, let's put a new leaf on that one, whatever. And that's kind of more like your electric guitar. Yeah. Your, your parts caster, your parts cigar. Yeah. Well, and also similarities between <laughs> the two, a cheap guitar, you know, you and I, we can, yeah. we can plug it in and you can get some good tone out of it and you could definitely make music with it and you can play yeah. it throughout your entire set. Yeah. Um, but if the action isn't quite mm-hmm. right, or if the tone isn't quite right, you don't enjoy it very long. It's not inspiring. It doesn't make you want to keep playing. And a fine cigar is also similar in that sense, that ones that aren't really all that good, maybe about the first quarter or the first halfway through it, it's like, oh, this is a pretty good cigar. It's doing all right. And then it starts to get bitter. It starts to get hot. And you're like, eh, it's just not, I'm kind of, I'm not ready. I don't have the commitment to keep playing this cigar anymore. You know, I'm ready to put it down. So. Would you say then that it's kind of like the leaf when the when the leaf and the cigar, it's it's smooth, it's tight, it's humidified. You're going to have the best smoke, whereas with a guitar, same thing when it's intonated, when everything's aligned, the frets are are leveled, the strings are bright and free of corrosion. You're going to have a good playing experience. Yeah. 
And I think the quality of the guitar also, though, has to be put in there. Because you can take a cheap guitar and you can do all of that to it. And it may not give you the same enjoyment. So in the cigar world, is there also these companies where it's like, like with, with us, you know, we've got Fender, Gibson, PRS, Martin, Taylor. Okay, so the, these are big names. They've been around forever. They, they're known for their high quality. Are there cigar brands that are the same way? Yep, these are the ones that are known for their high quality. Oh, sure. The, uh, the Macanudos, you know, the Acids, the El Fuentes. Okay. You know, there, there's tons of them. It's amazing. There must be a lot of people smoking cigars with the amount of qual- the amount of cigars that are out so there. So do they have like a, an SE model of the Macanoodles or the, uh, the Rocky Patels or whatever? You know, yeah, they have, they have different levels, like just in the guitar world. There's uh, different levels of instruments. There's the okay. Gibson Studio version of a Macanudo. You know, you can spend more money for a better version of that. Well, I was kind of thinking about it, and I guess it would make sense because they do have something called factory overruns that they do with a lot of these cigars, where they basically have some sort of a, a thing that, like, maybe the wrapper isn't just right, or maybe. There's something that's kind of messed up. And so they just sell it for cheaper and they do that. So I guess there's also blemished like they have with guitars or a factory second, like with Gibson. There is factory seconds. Exactly right. And I I don't know. I wonder, I wonder though, because like Martin, they won't let anything out of the factory that's blemished. They'll cut the guitar in two. And so I'm not sure in the cigar world, they will sell ones as seconds. But I'm not sure if they, I don't think they put their names on them anymore. You can just find like, it'll just say factory second, number two, three, four, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and that's interesting in itself because I know that you actually have a Paul Reed Smith guitar body. And it's just the body because Mm -hmm. they decided that it was not going to be able to be fixed. It's not good. We are going to go ahead and cut this thing, and it is now firewood. But, oh, you've got it right there. Okay, you cannot see this, people, but Mm -hmm. it is a beautiful, like, scarlet red, and it's got a beautiful flame top, and the back of it is a beautiful mahogany, and it is Mm -hmm. not a whole guitar. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, so good. I know. It's so sad, though. It's, like, right here. It's the closest thing I have to a PRS. Made in 1997. Yeah, and this guitar is now just sitting there. And that probably brings up what I'm I'm getting at is that there are probably some of these brands that go, no, we don't do seconds. And they get rid of it. But then there's these others that go, Psh, come on. We can we can sell that off. It can get smoked. We can we can recoup some of our funds off of this. And it kind of makes sense when you think about it, because if we're in the business of making money when it comes to the guitar world or when it comes to the the cigar world or whatever, a guitar factory is going to say, well, we're looking at our brand in the long term because people are going to buy this thing and they're going to hold on to it forever or they'll sell it to someone else who's going to hold it on for it. We don't just throw them away, the guitars. But a cigar, if they have one bad cigar, eh. It's done anyway. It's been used. It's disposable. 
So that's one way in which it's not the same. Or the employee just smokes it. Why would you waste it? That's possible. I mean, shall we move on next on the list? Yeah, let's move on. All right. Big bodied guitars have um, thought of as a meteor tone, a full bodied tone. Yeah. Okay. True. The the darker wrappered cigars, like the Maduros, have a big, a meteor flavor to them. They're more full bodied. Okay. We use, we use similar terms between those two. Interesting. And, uh, Are they also stinkier? I, some would say yes. Okay. Well, I'm just saying because usually bigger body guitars are louder too. They, they have a different aroma to them, you know. So I was thinking about, okay, well, so in the, in the, in the guitar world, I would say that like the Les Paul is a Maduro. Whereas in like a Strat or a Tele would be more like a light colored wrapper. Like a Cameroon or an or Macanudo that uh, that is okay. Yeah, it's it's not as it's full body. It's not a full bodied smoke. It's also not a full bodied guitar tone. Okay. Now, would you say that guitars and cigars it would be strictly to the guitar itself, or would the cigar also be able to be equated to like a pedal or an amplifier? I have the pedals in a different category. Which oh, we okay. might as well move on to. Because in the cigar world, what's become very fashionable, you familiar with the acid cigars? I've heard of those. They're flavor-infused cigars. So they put the leaves, like the, the, the regular leaves, like the Nicaraguan, uh, Dominican, and Brazilian, all the fillers, they'll mm-hmm. hang them up. <laughs> it's funny, they will actually smoke the leaves that are going to be smoked <laughs> later. Uh-huh. But they will... Or they'll put some kind of, it's actually a chemical sometimes they'll put through them. So like you can get like acid cigars that are supposed to taste like, like coffee infused, you know, uh-huh. or they're, or they're sweeter, you know? Okay. And, and some people really love those type of cigars. They're, they're cigars, they're infused cigars that are uh, infused with different type of flavors. And that's the way I okay. think of effects on the guitar. So you got the guitar, sure. but then you have like the chorus, the reverbs, the waz, the delays, whatever. Is like an infused guitar tone, just like an infused cigar. Interesting. By itself, it sounds like it is. But then if you wanna if you wanna make it a little bit more flavorful, if you wanna change it mm-hmm. up a little bit, you kick on a pedal. Okay. Then what would be the amplifier in all of this? I mean, if we're if we're gonna try and make a good one to one, I mean, is the amplifier going to end up being the actual draw that happens? Is it the lighter? Is it the ashtray you set it hmm. on? I was going with the ashtray, but it could be. It could be the draw. I like that. I was thinking it's the tray that catches the ash as you're playing the notes on the guitar or you're sucking the tone out of the cigar. Mm-hmm. The ash just drips into the ashtray and it captures it for future use. Okay. Of course, I could just be talking nothing. Do you think there will ever be cigar modelers? <laughs> <laughs> because then i'm all in and we thought this topic was just going to be silly (laughs) you know what's funny there is they're called vapes (laughs) oh my gosh you're right (laughs) i didn't even think about it till now that's funny oh Mm. Oh my gosh Mm. Mm, you're absolutely right 
And you can put petals on vapes too. Yeah, different that's true. flavors, different Blueberry. textures. Uh-huh. Gosh. Man, oh. if you love smoking plastic, that's a great idea. I gotta, I gotta add that to my list. That is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay, how about um I was thinking similarities, what we're talking about here, similarities okay. between guitars and cigars. Controlled climate. Controlled oh, you mean like humidifiers and stuff? The amount of humidity. That's right. Both of them. You don't want a super dried out cigar. You don't want a super dried out acoustic that, oh my gosh, or you'll just kill it. Or electric. Or electric. Think sitting in a closet somewhere. Frets sprouting all over the place. and yeah. Oh my gosh. And in, in the, uh, the, uh, the pit guard on acoustic will start to curl up, as Martin pointed out to me, that I wasn't taking yeah. care of my acoustic well enough. But yeah, you know, the humidity, you put them both in cases. And usually the environment in the case, you can get humidifiers that stick in with the guitar and you get little humidifiers sticking stick in with the cigars to make sure that they're yeah. properly cared for so that when you get out and play them and you light them up, that they, uh, That's right. they perform <laughs> adequately. Burning your solos. See, right there. <laughs> burning the cigar, burning the solo. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So I'm trying to wrap my head around this, the similarity idea. And I think what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and we'll take a quick break for the sponsors who may or may not condone smoking. I have no idea. Of course, we should probably make sure that we make that, that claim. Make sure you're of age. Make sure you obtain things legally and uh, be smart with your uh, body choices. Don't inhale. But with all that said, let's take a break (laughs) for our sponsor. (laughs) If you are looking for a way to help support the Tweed Couch and it costs no money to you, then check out our YouTube channel and become a subscriber. Also, you can tell someone about the podcast and share an episode with them. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Who doesn't love a party with a purpose? If you love music, family-friendly, and camping, then you need to come to LifeFest. In 2023, they will host one of the largest music festivals in the United States, in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I'll see you there. Let's hear from another sponsor. Since 2003, the Kretzmann Guitar Company has been repairing and building guitars. In 2021, Kretzmann started production of a solid-body electric guitar with the goal of providing affordable, awesome looking and sounding guitars that anyone student to expert would be proud to play and own be sure to check them out at kretzmanguitars.com let's hear from our final sponsor if you like my voice on this podcast i am using a tech zone audio products stellar x3 and i am honored for the opportunity to represent it all right, well, we're back, and so far, we've got this list that you're going through, and in this list, we have figured out that there is a possibility that there are some similarities in Tonewood. We've talked about some similarities, possibly, in whether you like a spicy cigar and a spicy guitar, and we even realized that they do make smoke modelers. So, <laughs> out of all of this, what's next on your list? Well. Let's see. I have. Okay. It is a thing for some of the snobbish smoke people on how they cut the cigar before you smoke it. Because the cigar, unlike a cigarette that is already cut on both ends, you light up one end and you just smoke out of the other end. Cigar, 
unless you get the cheapies, they don't come with the end cut. And so there are some very snobbish people that, you know, you can have, like I have here, just the, the slice off the end method. Nobody can see that, but it okay, just, it's like a guillotine. It, it, ah, yes. Very good. A little guillotine. Um, there is, um, you can take a V cut. There's a tool that just cuts a little okay. V in it. There are some that are just a punch that will punch a hole in the middle. Okay. And then there are those who just gnaw the end of it off and spit it on the floor. Oh, yeah. And I've seen that in most of your Westerns. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Colonel Potter and MASH, he would do that all the time, too. Oh, yeah. But there are, there are people who are very, uh, it, it's a big deal. And you, you cut the cigar properly. In the same way in guitars, how you wind the strings, whether you top mm. wrap, how many windings you have. Okay. Some people are very picky about those things, too. One might also then go with possibly like what type of lighter you use. Do you use a butane versus a match versus, you know, like a Zippo or something like that? It could Mm -hmm. be the same way as people saying, well, you have to have directional cables, coily cables, wirelesses, whatever it is in order to preserve the tone. Yeah. And some, and some people will uh, say no butane at all. They will, uh, they will have little pieces of cedar and they will light the cedar and you, you should only light your cigar with the flame from a burning cedar, piece of cedar. You're joking. No, I'm not. Some of the cigars actually come <laughs> with cedar with the cigar. Interesting. It's wrapped in cedar. And you could take that off and you light the cedar to light your cigar. I know. I know. That is amazing. Uh, well, it's, you know, similar to those people who are the, the cork sniffers that are like, oh, well. You can only use this certain brand strings with this certain brand guitar or the certain style pick on this certain style guitar Mm -hmm. or this certain type of cleaner or whatever with this certain kind of guitar, you know? Yeah. It's amazing to me when you really think about it. This has been quite a list that we've been going through of the similarities. And really, it's kind of like, like anything some people would be kind of, I don't know if snob is the right word, word for it. You know, we, we call them cork sniffers. Yeah. Know, how you treat your guitar, how you treat your cigars. You know, we go back to the proper humidifying thing we were talking about. People, they make a big deal out of these, these kind of things. We've come a long way from uh, my uncle just shoving the King Edwards in the pocket of his shirt, you know, <laughs> and working out in the hot day sun. And if he wanted one, he pulled one out. But no, not anymore. You know, it's got to be climate control. Yeah. We, we pamper our cigars as we do our guitars. And I think we should. True. Mm-hmm. Do they make relict cigars? Hmm. In a way, they do. There are ones called Backwoods that are okay. uh, they're, they're in the cheaper, cheaper realm. You can find those behind the counter at any convenience store. But they look like the Old West. Think of what uh, Clint Eastwood would smoke. In any of the old westerns, okay. you know, they had that kind of. And I, I think that fits. You know, it's kind of a relic. It's kind of an old style yep. looking cigar. So they definitely have a vintage style they do. cigar. They okay, have. so vin- yeah, yeah vintage style. That's probably the better way of saying it. Yeah, as, as far as like you mm. pull a cigar out and somebody's beat it with a chain to put knocks and notches and bruises and stuff on it. No, not not drag it behind a truck. Not really so much and that. No. no, no, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess here's something that isn't a similarity between the two. You know, we talk about the care 
You know, it's really humidity, but you won't like get fine oils or lemon oil that to wipe on the wrapper (laughs) to keep it well (laughs) lubricated. That's that's not really a thing. That's true. So, but you do put it in a case. You put it in a case. You know, if you want to make sure it doesn't get messed up. You know, you've got the humidor, but you also end up having like the little like carrying cases to go to the next place. It's like a little pelican case for it. Some of these cigars, when you, I, I get cigars through a cigar bid. And so you get a whole box of 20. And these cases, they're fine craftsmanship. I don't know if you've seen these. or They are really nice cedar boxes, you know, with nice little yeah. latches on them and nice little inlays on the top. It's like, dang, you know, they, they treat them well. Just like if you buy a really nice guitar, it comes with a really nice case. You yep. spend all this money on this really nice guitar. You expect a really nice case with that guitar. In the same way with cigars, you will get a really nice case with the cigar. Now, you mentioned something about cigar bed. Is that like eBay or Reverb for cigars? Uh, yes, it is. It's an online auction. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Online auction. Another one. Yep. Which is where I get all mine. Yeah. And that was not on my list. So good, good on you. I like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, the parallels. I don't know if anybody else is having any fun, but I'm loving this. Well, since we have 82 countries in all 50 states, I mean, we're bound to find somebody, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, unfortunately, I only have one more. Really? Okay. Yeah, only one. And this one will have to flesh out a little bit. as it, uh, it's, it's the last. I was starting to stretch a little bit. I started thinking about the type of music that you play and the type of cigar that you would smoke. Okay. So one way to think about it, like a type of song that you play, if you're in a mellow mood that you want, mm. you, maybe, maybe you'll just bring, maybe you'll bring out the acoustic and, and, okay. and, 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 and throw the pick down and just do some finger picking, you know, something nice and you'll, and you'll turn the lights down low and you'll maybe light a fire over there and, and just play, play something that you haven't played in years that you brings back memories and just love it. Okay. And there are cigars as well that are advertised as this is a good after dinner smoke, or this is a lounge around the fire, or this is a on the golf course. They have different cigars that that are sold in that way. Interesting that you put it that way, because I immediately thought that there are times when I would get done mowing the lawn and I would go, I'm already nasty. I'm already going to have to take a shower. And it is a nice day outside. And I would grab a cigar and have a smoke out on the patio, enjoying my craftsmanship of what I had done out there in the lawn. And it wouldn't be a nice one. It would just be one of the junky ones, ones that, one that just needed to get smoked up. But then I'd be maybe at the lake, out on the boat, something like that. And it's a different cigar. It's not the same one. It's a different kind because yeah. that's the mood that I'm setting with it. And I get this idea because when you're wanting to play some blues, probably going to try and pick up that Strat or that 335 or something like that. And if you're wanting to play that hard, heavy rock, maybe you're going to pick up something more like your Schecter or your PRS or possibly your Les Paul. And if you're in the mood to just sit and think at the campfire, you're probably grabbing that junky old acoustic and 
playing whatever. So I get this idea that you're going after that possibly there's this mood that can be set with the cigar, just like there is a mood that is set with the guitar based off of what you're into at the moment or looking for at the moment. Yeah. And I won't waste a really nice, if, if I'm, if I'm in kind of the mood, which you're describing, if I have various cigars around, Maybe I'll pick one that's a shorter smoke. Okay. You don't have a lot of time where I I feel like playing, but I, I don't have a lot of time to play. I know that. So I'll just play for a short amount of time. Cigars, same way. I won't, I won't okay. light a big cigar, a big long cigar, smoke it so far and cut it down and then smoke it later. I'll, I'll just, I'll grab a, grab a smaller, or maybe I'll grab one of the cheaper Swisher sweets or something that burns really fast. Sure. Know. As I'm thinking about some of the other things and, and I'm trying to draw other possible like similarities, I then end up finding some of the things that I go, well, but not that, you know, like you might let somebody borrow a guitar. No one borrows a cigar. They bum a cigar. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, right. if you start smoking the cigar and you only get halfway through it and you decide to cut it or whatever, that cigar never tastes the same. Never tastes the same. Mm-mm. But a guitar, you just change the strings, and it's it's a whole new beast. Yeah. New animal. Yeah. So there are some holes. There are some holes. That's all I'm getting at. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. These are just similarities that yeah. I was quite surprised I started going down it. It's kind of a joke. And I went, yeah. wow, that's, that ties, that ties, that ties. I mean, there's a lot of similarities between yeah. Maybe I, maybe I could do this with almost anything. I don't know. Maybe if I sat down and tried, okay, a can of Pepsi and a licorice whip. Maybe I could do the same thing. Sure. I don't know. I haven't thought you know, about it. Here we are like 40 minutes into this whole thing. And we really have kind of found more similarities than I thought we would end up finding. Honestly, I was like, all right, well, let's see what <laughs> it's your therapy. Let's make this happen. Yeah, you weren't you weren't also gung ho about this, I don't think. But you were like, oh, let's give it a go. But I knew that you were, and I was like, I'm willing to give this a shot. And you've convinced me that there is more similarities, but I think it's largely because there's a lot of similarities in anything that somebody can find inspiration through. Cause we could probably do the exact same thing with guitars and cars. Yeah, maybe. You know, we could probably do the same thing with guitars and houses, you know, or guitars and bourbon. Well, I guess I kind of have done that already with Nick, but, you know, (laughs) there's I think there's a lot of similarities. You can do that. And what comes to all of that is these are all things that, yes, they're possessions, but then at the same time, they're also places we draw inspiration from or gain memories through. And that's something that's kind of interesting about this because I usually don't like if I'm going to have a cigar, generally it's not me going, I'm just going to have one because it's sitting there. It's usually I've got some time. I got something on my mind. I want to enjoy the outdoors at the time. I'm with some friends. Okay. I'm with my brother. Yes. And the same type thing would happen with, with guitars for me is I I feel inspired to play or I want to go with some buddies to a guitar shop or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah. Just something across my mind. No, you, you, exactly right. I I think you're really onto something. 
you know, obviously we enjoy playing the guitar by ourselves. Yeah. Practicing whatever. Mm-hmm. Cigars. Uh, I'm having a cigar right now by myself, but, that, you know, but. By yourself? What are you trying to say? I'm, I mean, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, but you're not smoking a cigar. True. But I'm with you. Yeah, okay. All right. It's, it's not. The Would same. you be smoking the cigar right now if we weren't doing a podcast? No, I wouldn't. That's a good point. So, well, okay. A social but, networking. And I guess, I guess, I guess we are smoking mm-hmm. it together because I'm like two feet from your face, so you're getting it secondhand. So, yeah, you know, it's through, kind of together through the interwebs. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's another similarity. Just like the ash goes into the ashtray, which is yeah. the amplifier. Mm-hmm. And it goes out to the people and they get it, they get it secondhand because we're firsthand. We're making the music. We're the one That's who's, true. who's creating the aromas. Everybody else is getting it secondhand. Same thing with cigars. Or when we play, it's more like polluting the airwaves, just like when smoking a cigar. <laughs> yes. Just... <laughs> but it all. <laughs> but I'm right. Okay, I got to. Wait, I got to turn my paper over and write that one down too. That's yeah, good. polluting. <laughs> but 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 what you were what you were leading to, um, which you kind of said, but um, I'm going to restate in my way. I'll play guitar by myself. I will smoke a cigar by myself at times. But I so much would rather play my guitar in a band with other people, or sit around a campfire with some of my best friends. Yeah, and a couple people, enemies maybe, and we light up a cigar. And, you know, that's, that's why I would like to do both of them. Play my yeah. guitar and smoke a cigar with a group of friends. Yeah. There is actually a time that I remember when we were sitting all together and we were having a cigar. And I remember thinking, today is the day that I get cancer. And that was at <laughs> Dave Scharnhorse's house for poker. In his garage. In his garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough because how many people are usually in that room? I mean, there's got to be at least ten, fifteen of us. Mm-hmm. Everyone with a stogie. Yeah. yeah, I know. Joel Vaughn always called it smoke therapy. Yeah. <laughs> so as I was, you know, making this list down after our conversation that day, and going, man, I just there's a lot of stuff here. It made me think: is for those who smoke cigars and play guitar, is their taste of cigar similar to their taste in type of guitar? Right. For instance, for me, I would say, yeah, I tend to like a cigar that doesn't have a really big ring on it. I also, my Les Paul, I have the 60s neck. It's a slimmer neck, but it's not as, it's not as small as some of the speed necks that from some of the like Jackson guitars, that kind of thing. It's in the middle, sure. you know? And that's like my cigar. It's it's a it's a middle sized ring. It's not super small. It's not super big. The full bodied cigars, the Maduros, I like that. I like the the full bodied. I also tend to like the full bodied tone of a Les Paul or a Paul Reed Smith. I like that. Now it doesn't mean that I don't enjoy other guitars. I enjoy Tellys. I enjoy Strats as well. They're a different flavor, but my preference. If I had to choose one on a deserted island kind of thing, I would pick the Les Paul. Right. Okay. And in cigars, the same way. I will smoke different types of cigars, just like I will play different types of guitars. But my preference is, and so I wonder, for those people who smoke cigars, is that a thing? For me, it is. 
I know that for me personally, it's tough for me to say what my go-to is because when I was playing full-time, I remember that the Les Paul was my go-to. But at the time, I owned the Les Paul and I owned the PRS and that was pretty much it. Well, now I've got many guitars and whenever I go to play out with Lynn, then I need to bring a telly. And I would say that's my go-to for that. And then when I go to play at church, it just depends on the songs. So I don't know that I have a go-to. You also aren't somebody that regularly smokes a cigar. That's true. Oh, so that's what it is. I have no commitment in my life. Oh. <laughs> to either. <laughs> now, whiskey, on the other hand. Oh, I, I, do, I do go around quite a bit on the whiskey, but if I had to pick a whiskey, then I would pick Woodford Reserve, Eagle Rare, as in always. And interestingly enough, those are ones that are going to be more oaky, less of the spicy, but it's still going to have that Kentucky hug. And you look at it and it, they're traditional. They're traditional yeah. bourbons. And when you look at my taste in guitars, even though I like some flash, you know, I like to have some gold binding on my white Falcon. I like to have the diamond headstock on my ES355. I like the R9 with the big, thick, wide grain and everything. I like traditional guitars. I don't own a Schecter. I don't own an Ibanez. I, I, own a Gibs I own Gibsons. I own Fenders. I own PRSs. Jason has his Novo. The Novo is super cool. It's a great guitar. I don't want a Novo because it's not a Gibson Fender or a PRS or a Gretsch. Yeah. In that sense, I bet you if I had more experience with cigars, I would find the exact same thing happening where I go, this is my go-to. And I would end up finding that it's something that's going to be traditional. It's going to be something that is what you expect out of the instrument. And it's going to be more of that even tone. It's not going to be too much of one thing, too much of another. A little, maybe some hunky mids, maybe some bright yeah. highs. But mm -hmm. other than that, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't want scooped. Nope. Nope. I used yeah. to love scooped. But then I played in a band. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> with other people. If it's just a guitar-based drums, you can get away with that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you got me thinking where the similarity ends for me. The scale length. We touched on a little bit earlier. Strats yeah. have a longer scale length than Les Pauls do. Yep. And I definitely like a longer cigar just because when I light one up, which is about once a week, Usually when I'm relaxing, I want the commitment. You know, I like the commitment mm. of the longer scale length of the cigar. But in guitars, because I have small hands, I like the shorter scale length because my hands aren't very long for the reach of sure. uh, certain instruments. So smaller, the better. It may help me easier for me to play. So that's where uh, the similarity would break down for me. Interesting. Is it? Is it? Is it really interesting? No, it is interesting. You know what? I don't even need you second guessing me. Nope. I'm the, th I'm the therapist here. Okay. So with that all said, it's probably time for us to come to our final thoughts. I'll go ahead and go first. And 
I think what you've done is you have helped me to see that this is actually something more similar than I thought it would be. Because initially I went, you want to talk about cigars and guitars. Like, don't you know what smoke does to instruments? Like, this is a terrible idea. But I get what you were getting at because it's not about the physical properties that it is. It's more about kind of that right-brained imagery and imagining and just going into a place. And isn't that what happens when we play guitar or when we smoke a cigar or whatever? The whole idea is to have an experience to have a time and to just have some sort of an inspiration that happens with it. So I like this. This was a good one. What are your final thoughts? Uh, My final thought is that I have another thing to add to my list. Both are made of plants. It's true. (laughs) It's very true. One Mm -hmm. is more destructive to the ground, but you know what? That's fine. That's fine. It's cool. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, my final thought is just, I would love to know, other friends of ours that smoke cigars and play guitars and who are listening to this podcast are wonder if they are coming up with something that we haven't come up with. True. I don't know. I'm curious. Like I said, they're both plants. That's true. Well, but after all, anyway, aren't we all plants? No, no, we're not plants. <laughs> we eat plants. <laughs> all right. Well, Lloyd, thank you for being here on the couch and I'll make sure that the uh, cleaning people really give a good wipe down and I'll get some Febreze. We should be okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry about that burn that's, uh, that I just put on your couch. Um, yeah. Well, thankfully it's not where Jason goes face down. Oh, okay. Good. All right. I was worried. Yeah. Whew. Could be rough. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, thanks for being a part of it. Hey, Doc. Thanks. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Well, that's all the time we have for the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session. If you like what you heard, make sure you leave five stars in a review. Also, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And remember, you are your greatest asset. Until next time. Until next time.